So replace your legs. The placement of your hands. The distance of your elbows from your body. The level of your shoulders. The straightness of your back. The centeredness of your head and neck. The conduciveness of your eyes, whether closed, open, or half open. Mouth, teeth, tongue, left in their natural places. Bring your attention to your breath without any other intention but to observe the breath. Not even the intention to force your mind to focus, nor the intention to chase away distractions. Just hold on to the intention to observe the breath as much as you can. And as you continue to observe the breath, Following the exhalations, how they become inhalations, back to exhalations. Following the cycles of the breath, every once in a while, go to your body. See that you're comfortable. See that your posture is stable. That you're not consciously holding on to any part of the posture. And if you need to make adjustments, make adjustments. Finding a sense of calmness and relaxation in the body. Let the mind rest in that sense of calmness. Let the mind hold on to the intention just to follow the breath. Follow the breath in a continuous stream of awareness for about 21 cycles.
Having found a sense of calmness, now with the breath, let the mind rest further, now in the calmness of the breath, as though the calmness of the breath is a pillow for the mind. Now bring your attention to the point between to the, your heart center and in that space stir up, recall your motivation make it as strong and as clear as you can your yearning your determination your motivation this goal that you aspire to through what means will you achieve it thinking this way bring your attention now to the point between your eyebrows bring your attention to a distance about the prostrations distance away from that from your eyebrows. In that space invoke the means through which you will achieve your goal, your teacher, your guide, appearing in the glorious form made entirely of light. This is the means through which you will achieve your goal. Demonstrate your faith. Entrust yourself fully. Take refuge. Refuge for both protection through what you're about to do and to gain the ability to achieve your goal.
the goal that you yearn for, that you have a determination to achieve. Holding that in mind, and with conviction that you are in the presence of the means to achieve it, the teacher, in your mind, through your reverence, prostrate. with a heart filled with gratitude now make offerings make a gift of those things that you own things that you find inspiring that no one owns things that exist only in your imagination and the very vices that steal time from you. Offer them also. Purify your mind through the four powers regret, refuge, restraint, and remedy.
now rejoice letting yourself be very happy about goodness goodness that you've demonstrated goodness that you've seen demonstrated by others goodness that you've read about heard about and just let your mind be happy take great joy ask the teacher and all teachers to turn the wheel of Dharma in the minds of all beings especially the Dharma that brings them to the perfection that the Buddhas enjoy beg the teachers to stay to never leave until the ultimate goal is reached
Bring your attention back to the teacher in front of you. Focusing now on the brightness of the teacher. On the fact that this is the embodiment of the very goal that you seek. Strengthening again your determination. Wishing to be one with the teacher. Ask the teacher to come to the crown of your head. Focusing on the teacher above your head. And dedicate every merit you've gained so far to help you succeed in the meditation that you're about to do. Focus on the teacher above your head, on the brightness of the teacher, feel the presence of the teacher, and strengthen your determination for what you are wishing to achieve in your meditation. Strengthen your yearning. Beg the teacher for help and see a stream of blessing come from the teacher's heart in the form of a liquid white light that enters you through the crown of your head, removes whatever problems obstructs you from achieving your goal and grants you the abilities you need to achieve your goal.
the teacher and your goal is the same entity focus on that thought hold on to it with whatever strength you can and with great determination great aspiration to be one with the teacher see the teacher form dissolves into a point of light see it enter you through the crown of your head see it and feel it descend merging with your mind at your heart center and hold on to the affirmation that you have become inseparable bring your attention now back to your breath keeping your attention on the breath slowly become aware of your body once more You can uh, stretch your legs if you want, make yourself comfortable. Okay, today's meditation. We're going to continue with the breath. As you uh, meditate on the breath, three intentions to hold on to. What is happening with the breath? Take note. What's happening with the body because you're focusing on the breath? and what other things that you're aware of because you're focusing or because you're paying attention to the breath and if distractions come you know how to deal with them don't pay them any mind that's the first first thing and if they are so strong so overwhelming then you engage them almost as if with a, as almost as if you're very innocent, you have no idea what the breath is and you ask 
you talk to the engaged with the distraction asking are you the breath what you got to do with the breath I want to focus on the breath why is, am I seeing blue is blue the breath <laughs> okay now why am I keep going back to the beginning We all have the potential within us to go into deep levels of meditation. And until you actually achieve, until you are able to work into a, uh, deep levels of meditation, you can't really uh, get the results, those real results that you want for meditation. And there are many levels of meditation that we are supposed to be uh, aspiring to, that we are supposed to master. Okay. And the only way to gain mastery over these meditations is to master first the preliminaries. Okay. And don't consider the preliminaries preliminaries if your mind is feeling too arrogant. I mean, it's not like you want to be arrogant, but you know, your mind feels, has the arrogance. I don't want to be doing anything with preliminaries. Uh, you know, I want to get to the stuff, to the deep stuff, right away. Okay? I don't want you to be uh, practitioners after 40 years, 30 years, and uh, somehow you're still disappointed with your, with your practice. You still feel that you haven't really reached what you want to reach. Okay? So, just keep... Stay with the preliminaries. Don't, don't rush to get to some exotic meditation and of course you can memorize all the exotic meditation you can pretend to be doing them all you're doing is just you know pretending <laughs> you will not be really doing those meditations okay there's a sutra where the, where the a sutra another tantra where the Buddha described a meditation that looks very much like meditation like you will find in tantra and the way he described it, and, he, and almost as if, you know, as soon as you finish your meditation, you're supposed to have this realization and that realization. And the meditation was elaborate. Well, first you see this, then you see that, and add that to this, and then this to this, and then do this and that. So that sort of like uh, uh, tells you that the, the, the persons, the people that the Buddha was giving this meditation to, they're already of people who can actually enter into something that they can call meditation. Okay. Now, let me entice you <laughs> with what your mind is capable of doing. I'm, not just, I'm just talking about the, med the different meditation, the different meditative states. Okay. Mm. Your mind can become calm <laughs> okay and there are different degrees of calmness and, and mindfulness remember mindfulness should be uh, going on throughout whatever level of meditation you achieve even the le levels of meditation that are called mindlessness okay thoughtlessness even those 
state of meditation you should have a level there should be mindfulness while you are in mindlessness or thoughtlessness you should be fully aware that ah I have achieved it I have achieved mindlessness I have achieved thoughtlessness maybe you will not be saying it with those with those gross thoughts but there will be the knowing that you are there okay so whatever level of meditation you achieve there should be complete knowing that you are there okay so whatever you've heard before about the deep levels of meditation and then you go through them but you don't really know that you've gone through them only afterwards forget about those things no such thing okay if you achieved it you should be aware of it if not aware of it then you haven't achieved anything okay you just knocked out for a while okay your mind is somewhere else Alright, what are those things that you can be cognitive of? Fully knowing that you are there. Well, the door to the first one, that's what we call shamata. Shine. And how do you get there? Find an object, stay with it. And when you reach the point where you're actually able to hold on to that object, for one minute you will know that you have achieved a great achievement imagine your mind completely still and you are completely knowing seeing that your mind completely still you're actually asking yourself where are the distractions and you don't see them at all and all you see is the object that you're focusing on and while you're focusing on it you're able to look at it almost as if it was right in your hands. You're able to turn it. You're able to look, to look at it in all the different uh, 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 directions. And you see your mind doing it. And while your mind is doing it, you feel a sense of calmness. Calmness not because of a result, but calmness because there are no distractions. And you're fully aware of it. And you, say, you, you can tell yourself, Ah! That's what it is like to have no distractions. Okay? Not when you're fighting distractions. They are not there. And you do it for one whole minute. And that whole minute, you feel it. One, two, all the way to 60 seconds. Okay? And later on, being able to do this for four whole hours. Can you imagine that? Not one little bit of distraction and within that you're fully aware look at my mind it's been an hour already and it's still still there are no distractions look the object it's like I'm, I'm holding it with my hands okay and because of no distractions because the mental afflictions are somewhat subdued because of the strength of your ability to hold on to the object, because of the strength of your mindfulness, then you start to feel a sense of euphoria. Euf, you, uh, euf, uh. <laughs> euphoria. <laughs> euphoria. <laughs> you start to feel it with the mind, it triggers euphoria in the body. And, it, and that again triggers uh, further euphoria in the mind and these two sense of, of uh, joy okay 
<laughs> While you're experiencing them, you're fully aware of them. And you're fully aware, fully knowing that I'm experiencing them and I'm still holding on to the object. The object is still clear to me. I haven't lost it. And guess what? I can't find any distractions. And now, when from this moment on, that's when the meditation, you start to, you've entered meditative space. You can start to do things. It's like you're taking mind substance and you're manipulating it. And by manipulating mind substance, guess what you will be manipulating? You will be manipulating the world. Your world. Your mind. Your world. Okay? And in that moment, you can experience, within the meditation itself, you, can, you will experience the, uh, the benefits of... of hmm, the byproducts that are that are mentioned that you're supposed to be experiencing in those meditation. If you are in that deep, if you achieve the just the door of meditation, okay, a dog were to come and bite you, you would not know it. And the dog. Uh, finally releases you and you come out of your meditation you will not get angry at first <laughs> because you will still be in that euphoria oh the dog bit my leg look at that <laughs> that's bad watch <laughs> okay. me to the hospital please <laughs> okay and now don't have a mad dog around while you're meditating, okay? <laughs> Alright. Now, after, this is the door, right? And now you enter now what the Buddha calls first meditation. Then you, the, it's just this, the, uh, the joy that you experience in the body is just even more intense. The joy you experience in the mind is even more intense. And while you are experiencing these intense joys, you, you, you know, that, I mean, this, this part of the joy is in the body. This part of the joy is in the mind. And the object is still clear. And look, I don't see any distractions. Okay, and this goes on. The second, the first, the, uh, the, the first meditation, uh, that's when you have true, what, uh, true reasoning power. I guess you can call it one you can call intense reasoning and then you can call one just general reasoning. Okay? That's when true reasoning comes into play. That's when you're able to reason something without, uh, without fear of coming up with the, with the wrong conclusion. Okay? That is if you're not making it up. Like for example the world come, came from the color blue. And then you enter meditation, okay, the world came from color blue because, <laughs> and then you make yourself, convince yourself that the world came from color blue. It came from color blue because the sky is blue, and everything is under the sky. So everything, so everything came from the color blue. Okay? Now, the, the, the reasoning process must be totally unbiased. Okay? And you're able to do that. Able to carry 
one you might call one-pointed reasoning, one-pointed analysis. And you'll need this one-pointed analysis so you can transcend, so you can go further in, in, your, in your meditations. It, it is the analysis that allows you to go, to, go from one intense meditation level to another intense level meditation. You'll need it. Until this analysis power becomes so subtle that you're not aware of it anymore in more higher levels of meditation. then you even lose awareness of the body because the joy or the that word <laughs> is so intense in the mind that you can only be aware of the intensity of the joy in the mind I guess you can call that bliss you can call that bliss call that bliss <laughs> the bliss becomes more intense and now you're in the second and uh, and you lose you gain more subtle awarenesses and you lose um, uh, grosser uh, levels of awareness until your mind becomes totally uh, devoid of any uh, you can call it any baggage okay there are four of these levels that has to do with, with the form there are four other four levels where there are no forms whatsoever it's just mind pure mind Okay? Yes, you have the ability to make your mind become one with space. That you have the ability to make your mind one with all consciousness. And you have the ability in your body to taste nirvana. There's a meditative state called tasting nirvana. Okay? And before you go into that meditation, you have to uh, say, I'm only going there for a week. <laughs> May not want to come back. <laughs> and there might be ten dogs uh, biting your legs. <laughs> okay. And all, this, all these things are called mundane. Things to do with the world. Different states in the world. And now there are other type, type, now there are other meditations. Okay, we already described like we might call, I guess we say nine or ten meditations. Okay, we are all supposed to be trying to get to. And then come the exotic ones. Now imagine if you are able to make your mind still for four hours, two minutes. Make your mind still for two minutes. And now you become aware of more subtle levels of your own mind, more subtle levels of your own body, and you start to manipulate those subtle uh, things. Okay. Exotic meditation number one is called body isolation. I'll explain it some other day. <laughs> And there's one called being able to isolate, being able to first sense the subtle energies that are uh, circulating in your body. After sensing them, being able to see them at some level and then manipulate them with your will 
to gather them in wherever you want them to, to be gathered. That's speech isolation. And being able to do the same thing now with more subtle uh, levels of energy. Where your, uh, where your awareness is so subtle, so powerful that in that meditation itself you're able to uh, almost immediately bring about the results that you want. You go into the meditation, you, you bring the effect that you want in that meditation and then you come out. And, you, and, there, and when you're able to do that, then you can enter those lower meditations while you're still talking with someone. You're talking with someone and then you're, actually, you're doing actual tonglen on them. Not pretending tonglen, actual tonglen. They come to you with a disease or whatever they have and without you, without uh, them even uh, asking you to do anything for them because if you see some connection or you establish some connection with them, you take away their whatever sickness they have while you're talking to them. Okay. All this everyone here has the ability to do. And the only way to start being able to do that, you have to start mastering things. Master the preliminaries. Don't look at the preliminaries as uh, kindergarten stuff. Okay? And there's, there's absolutely... Nothing kidnogan about the preliminaries. <laughs> okay. The preliminaries, that's it, that's meditation. Whatever level of meditation you're doing, either you're doing exotic meditation, you're doing uh, meditation, whatever level, you're doing wh- what everybody else is doing as the preliminaries. Except when you invoke at the deeper levels, at the more uh, powerful levels, there is presence that you know and that you're communicating with. And everything that you're doing, they are actually happening at the moment that you're doing them. Okay. I guess that's it. <laughs> Alright, we're going to bring our attention to the breath okay. and exercise your mindfulness. Tr- bring your posture to a point where it's completely you know, uh, out of your conscious control. Okay. So that if your mind, if your consciousness wishes to you know, do, take a trip, it doesn't have to worry about you know staying with the body. Oh, I have to stay with the body. You know, it's not well kept. <laughs> okay, that it can travel. Okay, and if you're falling asleep, hmm, how are you going to wake yourself up? Don't wake yourself up. Stay mindful. Okay. Stay mindful of the sleeping process. You might discover something incredible. Okay. 
just in, remain engaged engage whatever whatever you, 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 you comes to the to your mind engage it ah I guess I'm sleeping is this a breath? <laughs> okay engage it right uh, I guess we'll do the things I thing just three times just to help you uh, sense your sense of attention okay so I get into your posture <laughs> and a good way to test it to see if your posture is correct ask yourself if I were to fall asleep in this posture right now would I slump over or would I just remain and if you remain your posture is good if you would slump over there's something wrong with the posture okay and don't worry about insulting the cushions they won't mind if you bend them if you need to make yourself comfortable okay legs hands shoulders elbows your back head and neck eyes mouth teeth tongue while following five cycles of breath pay attention to the body make it comfortable make it stable Follow the sound and pay attention to your ability to pay attention.
Now apply that attentiveness to the breath.
get ready to end the meditation. Think of a nagging problem. It's been with you for as long as you can remember, or for a very long time. To the point where it steals your identity. Where you believe that you are inseparable from this problem. And from the depth of your heart, with as strong will, strong wish as you can, wish this problem away. And whoever has this problem, wish, will, that they become free of it. Three times. Not say three times, but will it, wish it three times. Think of something that you aspire to, that you're convinced will make you happy. And just think of that state of happiness itself, not the thing. And in the same way, as strong as you can, from the depth of your heart, wish and will that you and everyone get to be that happiness get to that happiness three times
and dedicate your meditation to the achievement of your ultimate goal. This meditation is too boring for you. <laughs> I can assure you of two things. Either you're very advanced or you have never found the breath yet. Okay. There's nothing boring about the breath once you discover it. Okay. With just the breath alone, some yogis have been able to... Just the breath alone... have glimpses of seeing other people's thoughts we're just following the breath and other amazing things that we don't have to talk about <laughs> okay alright thank you